Entrepreneur on Fire, Episode 3. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Hey, Fire Nation, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Entrepreneur on Fire, the place for inspiring interviews with today's most successful entrepreneurs. Are you on our email list? If not, you are missing your chance at the $50 cash we give to one lucky subscriber every Wednesday. Would your Wednesday be a little better with 50 bucks in your pocket? Go to entrepreneuronfire.com or eofire.com if you're like me and can't spell entrepreneur to find out more. Question, have you been searching for an elite mastermind group? If yes, look no further than Ignite an amazing mastermind of aspiring entrepreneurs. We have weekly webinars, amazing resources, forums, and huge giveaways, including a $200 cash giveaway every week. Come join our community at ignitemastermind.com. If you enjoy this free podcast, please show your love and support by heading over to eofire.com and clicking the subscribe and iTunes button at the top of our page. This will shoot you over to iTunes where you can leave a rating and review. To show my appreciation for your hopefully five-star rating and review, I will give you a shout out at the top of an upcoming show telling the world just how cool you are. And now, prepare to ignite. Okay, let's get started. Fire Nation, we are switching things up a little today. My guest has simply too much to share to follow a format of any kind, so we're just going to wing it and see what happens. So without further ado, let me introduce my guest, Michael Stelzner. Michael, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, Captain. (laughs) Michael Stelzner launched Social Media Examiner in October of 2009. Within two weeks of his launch, Social Media Examiner joined the ranks of Technorati's top 100 small business blogs and remains in the top 10. 80,000 plus email subscribers receive Social Media Examiner updates six days a week. The site receives more than 700,000 page views each month. In his new book, Launch, Michael reveals a formula that made him a millionaire in the Great Recession. He calls it the Elevation Principle. Great content plus other people, minus marketing message, equals growth. Michael, I've given a little overview. Why don't you tell us a little more about who you are and what you do? First of all, John, thank you so much uh, for having me on your show, and I hope to inspire today. So um, first, just to update some of those cool stats that you uh, mentioned, um, we are coming up on our three-year anniversary at Social Media Examiner in uh, middle of October. Congrats. Which is kind of exciting. And uh, we are at more than 170,000 now email subscribers that get their email, uh, our email in their inbox six days a week. So it's crazy. It's been a crazy adventure. And, uh, you know, when I started the business back in 09, there were thousands of other bloggers blogging about social media. So I could have, as an entrepreneur, decided at that juncture, do I want to compete against thousands of others? Am I going to let that stop me? Or 
should I instead go for it? Now, I would venture to guess most people listening to us right now would say, well, if there's thousands of others, forget it. But instead, I use that as marketplace justification. I said to myself, if there are thousands of bloggers out there that are blogging about social media and social media marketing, that means there's an audience. And I use that as my springboard to go for it with the goal of being the largest and the biggest. And I can say today that we are the largest social media marketing blog in the world. Who were some of your competitors when you launched back in 2009? Well, um, there's a bazillion of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was, you know, a lot of them aren't, aren't even around anymore to be very honest with you, but every conceivable small, you know, um, solopreneur or self-employed individual who had a blog and was proclaiming themselves as a social media expert back then, it was a lot of PR people that were trying to rebrand themselves as social media marketers. Um, we kind of saw Mashable back then as a competitor. But Mashable changed their business model a little after we started and kind of instead of focusing on social media um, marketing, began focusing more on consumer related social media stuff. And today they are kind of like the newspaper and we're like the magazine. And Mashable is clearly much larger than us, but um, they don't really focus on the things that we focus on. They publish like 30 articles a day. We publish one and uh, we do it really well and our stuff goes crazy viral. I like the clean one article a day. That's why I'm a very much so a subscriber. I have the same mentality, Entrepreneur on Fire, one podcast a day. Try to give that same consistency. In your book, Launch, I love the quote, people want valuable insight, access to great people, and recognition before they want products and services. How does Social Media Examiner follow that ethos? Well, it's a wonderful question, John. If you think about it, when you are um, out there on the web and you're looking around for information about something that you want to learn more about and you go to a website and your first response is a pop-up box that tries to sell you something or ads all around the content that essentially say, hey, buy this or, or do this or, you know, Google Plus ads just embedded. I mean, not Google Plus, Google AdWords ads all over the place. What that does is it sends a message to you and it sends a message to me that, hey, this site is really all about making revenue for the individual or for the company. And that pretty much makes that content irrelevant. So at Social Media Examiner, we try to have what we call commercial free content. And what I mean by that is 95% of what we publish has absolutely zero content uh, advertising going on. And what that ultimately means is we're you know, clean. And when someone comes to Social Media Examiner, they automatically see great content that has no ads. And they say to themselves, wow, this content rocks. You know what? I like this so much. I'm going to share this on Facebook. I'm going to retweet this. I'm going to put it up on Google Plus. I'm going to pin it on Pinterest. And the end result is the content becomes your virtual advertiser. It constantly draws traffic to your site because it is so good. And you really make your money and you make your sales by getting people to subscribe to that content. Because once they get on the email list, they've given you permission to be fed at your trough every day. And that is when you can begin to monetize. So a social media examiner, you do publish one piece of great content every day. Is that how you started? Well, when we first started, it was pretty much a lot less than that. It was three articles a week. We learned that um, over time that 
each day that we could add a new article, we could drive more traffic to our site and we could attract different kinds of audiences. But in the beginning, we had very limited resources. So I was writing one article a week. So that left two more articles a week that we needed uh, other people to contribute to. And that was about eight people. So we reached out to eight people that we trusted and that we knew. And we asked, hey, would you be willing to write a monthly column for us? And those people included people like Mari Smith, who's the queen of Facebook, Denise Wakeman from the Blog Squad, Chris Garrett, um, who's a co-author, pro-blogger, and um, a number of other people. And in the beginning, it was pretty easy. It was, a, it was a simple pill to swallow, one article a month. But as time went on, we began scaling up and asking more people to write more articles. And now we have more than 100 writers for Social Media Examiner. Uh, about 30 of them are regular contributors. You know, some people contribute monthly, some contribute bi-monthly, but um, we absolutely, you know, did not start out with just one article a week. But do keep in mind, John, that the typical shelf life of an article is about three days. And what I mean by that is once you publish your great content, 90% of the people that will read it will have consumed it in the first three days. So what does that mean? That means that you can get away with publishing two or three a week, but if you can publish one every day, then you have an overlapping effect where these articles are all kind of working independently yet overlapping, bringing constant traffic to your site. Now, you previously mentioned that Mashable does up to 30 articles a day and other sites like that. Have you, as Social Media Examiner, decided that one article a day is your ceiling or would you potentially go above that? We will never go above that. Um, we will always remain at one article a day. Um, you have to realize what the business model is of these other sites like Mashable. Their model is to make advertising revenue and therefore their model is to drive as much conceivable traffic every single day to their website. So if they can publish 30 articles a day, then they got 30 articles working kind of independently to try to bring more traffic to the site and they're making all their money based on uh, passive display advertising. That kind of model is about sending people away from your website. Do you understand what I mean by that? It's about drawing them in with content to send them somewhere else so that you can make some money. But at Social Media Examiner um, and with most businesses, I don't think you want to work real hard to send people away for, for a few pennies. Um, in reality, what you want to do is have a super loyal, active following that wants to come feed at your trough every day. And if you overfeed them, <laughs> they're going to burn out. So that's why we just simply do one really spectacular article a day that is at the standard of a real magazine. And we actually have five editors that edit every single one of our articles before it goes live. So it's an enormous amount of work, but the quality shows. And that's part of the reason why we have such a massive following. Thank you for distinguishing that. That really is extremely valuable information. Another quote that I pulled out from your book, Launch, is the internet as the great paralyzer. Now, I love that quote, but I would like to get your meaning behind that. It's kind of what I alluded to at the very beginning of this segment. The internet is incredible because you can find information immediately, but the internet can also paralyze business people from making the move that they need to, to be successful because they say, oh my gosh, look at all this competition. I'm not only competing with competition here in the United States, but uh, lower cost people all over the world. And now 
anybody can compete because of the internet. It's the great equalizer, but it's the great paralyzer at the same time. So we in our mind as entrepreneurs need to say to ourselves, okay, hold tight for a second. Don't freak out because there's hundreds of competitors. Instead, ask yourself, what are they doing that I could be doing better? And use that as, like I said, marketplace justification to push you forward and to be successful. Very valuable. So the listeners at Entrepreneur on Fire are very passionate entrepreneurs, want to be entrepreneurs. They're driving to their corporate jobs on a daily basis. They're listening to this as they drive during their daily jog. They're maybe one step away from breaking out and really becoming this entrepreneur that we see today. What's something that you can say to them drawing in social media examiner that you think could be powerful? Well, first of all, find sources of inspiration and say to yourself, okay, this company did it. What in the world have they done it? What's so special about them? Why can't I do the same? I'd like to um, suggest to you that um, every single person that is successful today was in your position right now. They were driving in their car, they were jogging, they were at the gym, not necessarily happy with their current circumstance and wanted to make a change. Every single entrepreneur. This includes some of the big ones like Steve Jobs. Everyone you could imagine had a dream and needed to figure out how to make it happen. And the thing is, if you can find people, even if you don't know who they are, but you can find people and you can study what they're doing and you can begin to learn what they're doing, you can be one step closer to success because it's such a great, incredible time you live in right now. You have this opportunity to be able to publicly follow anyone you want on these social networks and you can just become a student of people, become a student of successful people and just watch what they're doing very carefully and then ask yourself, does any of that apply to me? This is how you can be successful and you should definitely look outside your industry. I got a lot of my inspiration from a guy named Andrew Goodman and he wrote a book on pay-per-click advertising of all things. My business was hurting way back in the early 2000s because the tech market was crashing and uh, I needed to learn how to do pay-per-click advertising because Google was kind of the hot thing back in the early 2000s. So I bought this ebook from this guy named Andrew Goodman and what was cool was how Andrew was blogging at the time and how Andrew was sending out these really rich emails to everybody who brought, bought his ebook, kind of developing a sense of community. And that became a bit of a source of inspiration for me, even though I've got no, you know, connection to search engine, you know, pay-per-click advertising. So just look, study, find role models, and then begin to formulate a plan. Great advice. Thank you for that. Also, in reading your book, Launch, I came across the big three. Now, there's these three things that you line out, and I've written them down here if you want me to reference them. But Yeah, please do. I really enjoyed each one because they are so different. They really speak to an entrepreneur at different levels. Number one was, how can you attract leads, prospects, and opportunity without actively selling? Number two was, how can you gain access to influential people in your industry? And then the third is, is there an easy way to connect with and gain the trust of prospects and customers? Okay, so these three questions are big questions that any business really should, should, wa should want to answer. And the challenge that we face today is that 
we as um, people, as potential prospects and customers are overwhelmed with information. You know, you've got your smartphone on your side and you're getting texted. You've got people on Skype trying to reach out to you while you're doing interviews. You've got <laughs> Facebook, you've got Twitter, you've got email, you've got your regular telephone. You've got all these different quote unquote communication channels that are full of marketing messages, frankly, and they're forcing us as consumers to kind of withdraw and to shut down because we just can't take it. Our brains can only handle so much communication. So, you know, if you're struggling with this, then guess what? So are the people that you want to try to attract. And then trust is another issue. We are um, not trusting businesses. I mean, and part of this has to do with the way marketers treat consumers. They treat them like fish and, and they try to, you know, that we even use analogies like bait pieces, you know, uh, to try to attract people into the boat against their will and all these psychological principles, which is a bunch of, you know, basically interesting, but you know, not treating people as people mentality kind of things. So when you combine the fact that people have withdrawn and people that dis have this general disposition to distrust you, you as an entrepreneur are in a very tough situation because how do you break through? How do you actually get in front of an audience? And the solution to it is actually so unbelievably simple. And it's about people. It's about focusing on the needs of people. Just like John is trying to do with this show, he is trying to provide some of the core needs that you have. And people, when you give people what they want, they will love you. They will share what you're doing. They will help you be successful. And at the core, people want one of three things. They want access to great information. They want access to great people. And they want recognition. If you can focus on all three of those things, ideally, you will be incredibly successful. Social Media Examiner has been incredibly successful. So can we step back and look at number one with how it specifically applies to Social Media Examiner and how are you able to use this to grow your influence at Social Media Examiner? The first question was about getting those leads, right? So at Social Media, so at Social Media Examiner, we um, have really valuable content that we put out every day that draws in new people on a daily basis. We get about 500 people every day that sign up for our email newsletter list. So how that works is people love this great content and they say, I want more. And they're given an incentive to sign up for our free newsletter so that they don't miss it. So that's how we do it. You know, we basically use um, boxes at the bottom of the article and on the sidebars to encourage people to sign up to get our daily newsletters. So this is something that I found is much easier than somebody would think that's been on the sidelines to this point. But I would still love to hear your answer to this. And that is, how can you gain access to influential people in your industry? Follow John. <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer. Experts are people too. And remember what I said experts want. Uh, I mean, of those three things that people want, recognition is what experts want. So what does that mean? That means experts really love it when they get an opportunity to be lifted up and to be recognized for the hard work that they're doing. For example, um, lots of experts have stories that they would love to share. Many experts have worked very hard to come out with books that just came out. And I can assure you that when those books are coming out, those experts are approachable and they might be willing to do an interview just like I'm doing with John right now, even though I don't have a book coming out. So, um, that's how you begin building relationships with people, which is to give a gift to them. John is essentially giving me a gift right now 
by giving me an opportunity to be in front of his audience. And, you know, the more you can begin building those kind of relationships without asking for anything in return. Because remember what a gift really is. A gift is something given um, without any expectation of a reply or a response. <laughs> you know, it's like if, if you have, uh, if, if your father gives you a gift for your birthday and then says, what do you have for me? You'd kind of laugh like, what do you mean? It's my birthday. It's a gift. Well, so many of us as marketers think that um, if we get that interview with that big person, then at the end of that interview, we can ask that person to do something for us. And that's the wrong mentality. Because that just takes everything that just happened and doesn't make it into a gift in, in, anymore. It makes it into a lure, a, you know, a false motive. And instead, you should just give gifts to these experts by reviewing their stuff, reviewing their books. If you can get them on an interview, great. That's how you begin the process. And the best way to do that is to get to a physical conference. And uh, physical conferences allow you to connect with people in a human way that you could never do online. I will pose number three as a question. Is there an easy way to connect with and gain the trust of prospects and customers? I think there is an easy way. And I think the answer is content. Because you as an individual can only go so far. You can only answer so many emails. You can only do so many um, things for people before you've stretched yourself to the limit of time. And there is only a limited amount of time, as we all know, in the, in the day. But when you produce incredible content, yes, it's true that that content um, will have a shelf life, but content is something that can be used over and over again. Content can become something that's highly scalable. So now all of a sudden you can give a free gift in, in your content. For example, let's just say you're an expert in podcasts and you produced a um, piece of content that's like, 101 steps to starting a podcast or um, 16 tips to uh, successfully interviewing podcast show people and you lay out everything and you don't withhold anything. That's going to be perceived to be a gift to the right audience. They will love that content and that will attract them naturally to you. And that's the way and I think I might've gone off and lost the original question there, John. <laughs> <laughs> Am I still on track? What was the original question again? You are, because the okay. original question was an easy way to connect with and gain the trust of prospects and customers. Yeah, so, so where I'm going with this is with this great content, um, you're drawing people in, they're loving what you're doing, they're beginning to build affinity towards you, they're beginning to trust you because you're not trying to sell them anything. And that's the beginning of the process. And the end result is stuff like this. I get an email from a guy up in Canada that said, hey, Mike, next time you have one of your events going on, um, I would be happy to drive with a bouquet of flowers to anyone in the nation of Canada and deliver a ticket to your event to their front door. And if it's a man, I'll go with a Starbucks coffee. I will dedicate an entire day of my life to you. That's how much I want to say thank you for the great content that you're producing. I had no clue who this guy was, but I get these kind of emails all the time from people saying you have changed and transformed my life because of what you're producing. That is so powerful. And as a continuation to that, I want to get into the elevation principle just a little more because it really has become my new favorite principle. And you made the quote, the elevation principle is the process of meeting the core desires of prospects and customers by helping them solve their basic problems 
at no cost. And the at no cost to me is a great way to finish that quote. Can you expound on that? Yeah. Um, simply said in formulaic format, it's great content plus other people minus marketing messages equal growth. And the great content is the stuff that we've been talking about during this interview. It's the how-to articles. It's the success stories. It's the expert interviews. The other people component is about delivering what other people want, but it's also about delivering other people to your audience. It's not just about, for example, Michael Stelzner, social media examiner. Uh, it's about lots of experts and it's about them producing content for us, but it's also about me interviewing them, for example, on my podcast called Social Media Marketing. Um, and then the minus marketing messages, I kind of think of marketing messages like friction on the airplane when you're landing. You know how like when you're up in the air, maybe you're going 500 miles an hour and then as you come in for a landing, those little flaps come up on the airplane and all of a sudden you start slowing down a lot so you can land. Well, those flaps going up are what happens to your growth when you begin marketing. And what I mean by that is the more marketing messages that you embed in your content, the less fast your rocket ship will go, so to speak. And there is a time and there is a place to market. But if you can try to have as much of your content be marketing message free, then more people will propel you. You will grow much faster. You will build a much more loyal following. That was great. And let me give a quick plug for your social media examiner podcast. It's phenomenal. I just listened to the Mari Smith episode and really enjoyed it. And I also love the analogy you gave with the plane coming in that just really made things very visually clear in my mind. So thank you for that. Sure. Thank you. So Michael, we have about five minutes left of the show here. And I really just want to open the floor up to you for the next five minutes before I get into the finishing questions. Well, I just want to encourage people that are listening to consider the power of a blog. And, you know, so many businesses today are putting up websites and just hoping that people show up on the websites. Maybe they're investing in some advertising Maybe they've got a Facebook page and particularly maybe they're really heavily investing in the social media uh, networks. And considering that we are a social media examiner, we know a lot about social media. I just want to su suggest a couple things to you. First and foremost is do not put all your eggs into the social media basket. And what I mean by that is don't rely on Facebook, even though it's the largest social network in the world, to house everything about your new business. Don't rely on your Twitter followers because all those things could literally disappear overnight. These social networks are going to change. They're not under your control. But one thing that is, is your destination, which really should be containing a blog. I'm a strong proponent of creating content that really resonates with people. And, you know, it could be a podcast like what John is doing. It could be a group blog, like what social media examiner is doing, or it could just be you as an individual showcasing your expertise in educational articles on your website. But at the end of the day, I just want to have you think about all the successful folks that you are looking at today. I would venture to guess a huge percentage of them are successful as a result, first and foremost, of a blog. Uh, if you ever want to publish a book, no better way than a blog. Uh, if you want to grow a business out of nothing, no better way than a blog. 
I'm, I'm a huge proponent of it. I do believe it is the future. I'm also a really big proponent of podcasting, by the way. And I really, you know, by the time this interview airs, I will have been doing a weekly podcast. I don't know how many times, but I can tell you that um, the podcasting opportunity is really quite exciting. Uh, there are 350 million people or so that have iOS devices alone, which is like your iPhone and your iPad. Then when you take all the Blackberries and all the other smart devices that are out there and then you add in Stitcher Radio and all these other sources, there is a huge, huge amount of people that do not read but listen. And they learn in a different way. They learn um, in a way that works, that allows them to multitask. What's really great about blogs is it's skimmable, but it's impossible to read and do something else at the same time. You just can't. It's nearly impossible to watch a video and do something else at the same time. But with a podcast and with audio, you can be doing just about anything and be consuming that content at the same time. This is why I'm such a huge proponent of podcasting. I believe it is at an inflection point and you're going to see a lot more podcasts being extremely successful. You'd be surprised how few successful podcasts are out there right now. It's a great opportunity and it's ripe and I think you should go for it. Wonderful. Thank you for that. And let me just finish with the last question that we always ask during our lightning round that's my favorite. And I'm just really curious because you're such an actionable guy, how you would respond to this. If you woke up tomorrow morning and you had all the experience and knowledge that you currently have today, but your business had completely disappeared, leaving you with a absolute clean slate, as many of our entrepreneurs find themselves right now, what would you do in the next seven days? I would start an entirely new business for parents with young kids and I would be going for my next dream, which is to become a children's novelist. <laughs> and I would essentially replicate exactly what I've done, but for an entirely different industry. Um, this isn't my first show and it won't be my last, you know, um, I've done what you're hearing about at social media examiner once before in an entirely different world, which was the white paper world. And I was the king of that world. And now I'm in the social media world and tomorrow I'll be in a different world. So I'll look, at, I'll look at this as an opportunity. I'll look at this as a chance to do what I really want to do. And my hope is that you look at your situation right now as an opportunity and a chance to do what you really want to do. Man, thank you for that very passionate answer because that is what you're doing. You would be following your passions and that is so powerful these days. So let's finish here with a plug for yourself and then we'll say goodbye. Um, just want to encourage you to check out a brand new conference we've got coming up in April in San Diego and it's called Social Media Marketing World and it is the premier conference in the world for social media marketers. We've got all the top folks in the world that are going to be presenting there. If you have a desire and passion to really want to master social media marketing, I would check it out. It's going to be April 7th, 8th and 9th at the San Diego Marriott Marquis right on the waterfront and we've got a, a nighttime cruise that's included and just lots of killer stuff. You can learn more about it at socialmediaworld13.com. That's socialmediaworld13.com. And uh, also if you get a chance, uh, go to iTunes. Social Media Marketing is my podcast. I'd love to have you as a listener in addition to John's listener. Great. We will link all of this up in the show notes so people will have an easy way to link to everything that you've just said. 
Michael, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. And from Fire Nation, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. It's been a true pleasure. Hey, guys. This is John Lee Dumas signing off. Remember to subscribe to our email list for your chance to win $50 cash every Wednesday. Fire Nation, my one call to action to you today is this. If you enjoyed this free podcast and want to show your love, head over to eofire.com, click the subscribe and iTunes button at the top of our page, and you'll be shot over to iTunes to leave a rating and review. To show my appreciation for your hopefully five-star rating, I will give you a shout out at the top of an upcoming show, and then you can tweet about how awesome you are. Seriously though, it would really mean a lot to all of us here at Fire Nation that work so hard to bring you this content five days a week. Until next time, Fire Nation, prepare to ignite. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.